for listening to another episode of Cosmic Peach. I'm Julia, and today we have Ryan from Dangerous World Podcast, one of my favorite podcasts ever. How mm. are you, Ryan? I'm doing really good, and that is too kind of you to say, honestly. it's It means a lot. No, yeah, so your podcast was one of the first podcasts I ever listened to where I was like, okay, he knows what he's talking about, and it's a little bit intimidating. <laughs> like, I'm not really? on this guy's level, yeah. Well, that's so cool. I mean, the, yeah, it, we started out just kind of goofing around. You know, we started the show when, I mean, Brandon was like super depressed, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we needed something to do. And I'd been wanting to start a podcast for a while. And I actually had just started listening to Tinfoil Hat, who I do not like anymore. I'm not, I, I, I don't like that dude at all or his mm-hmm. team or any of them, but um, I, I'm not going to lie and say that like, you know, he's not good at what he does you know i i'm still inspired by some of the work that they do um but yeah you know we so i was like hey man let's let's start this conspiracy type podcast you don't believe in any of this shit i totally do let's uh let's kind of debate conspiracies and it it took off relatively quickly so just having a good time doing it so it means a lot to hear someone say that they really enjoy it well yeah because i think i've told you before i found you on tinfoil hat and that's when I started kind of branching out because after I heard you you come on, I was like, so there are other podcasts that are doing this. Mm-hmm. And so I started listening to your show and I was like, tinfoil hat is not the end all be all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh. There are other people in the game that are doing this. And But I loved your episode. It, it was the one on the royal family. Yeah, which is deleted now. But um, no. It, yeah, they took it down. <laughs> Yeah, they did. They took Gators. down mine and they also took down the Occult Rejects one. Oh, really? Yeah, which is fine, you know. But yeah, a lot of people had heard the show. Um, I mean, to be honest, my audience, it, you know, it it went up about tenfold after doing that episode. You know what I mean? So I, there's a part of me where I'm thankful for that whole thing. But I just don't agree with the way that it, that it's operated anymore. So mm-hmm. no, yeah, myself. no, I, I get it for yeah. sure. Yeah. But so what do you want to get into today? What's been on your mind? What what's the flavor of the month, Ryan? Oh, man. I mean, so many things right now. You know, I, I try to stay up on current events. You know, there's this whole fiasco going on with the uh, the Supreme Court and the abortion. You know what I mean? Which I'm I'm pretty much neutral on the whole abortion issue, but it's a big, big deal right now. And I feel like that's a massive distraction because they're not outlawing abortion by any means. All that they're doing is they're kicking it back to the states. Right. Um, but you see even atheists going out there and saying that they want Roe versus Wade to be overturned, which is wild. You know, when, when you see atheists that, that are traditionally very liberal and they're really into the whole idea of, you know, my body, my choice, which I do agree with. I agree with that as a whole. Um, 
but I, I have a big problem when people wear t-shirts that say that they're proud of their abortions or I've oh, had 21 right. abortions yeah. and I love it. Every one of them felt great. You it's know, it's an award. Yeah. And it's, it's almost like it's this weird little club. And I, I feel like there's some sort of satanic agenda behind that. Cause I, I really haven't met anyone that hasn't been completely devastated by the fact that they've gotten an abortion. I mean, I know a few women that have gotten them or I've met several women throughout my life that have gotten them and neither one of them talk about it with any sense of glee at all. You know, it's always like, no, even men though, Ryan, I, there's a man in my life very close to me who did that with their girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And it is such a topic of shame and, and it's not, something that they put like a gold star on their shirt and they're like I'm the proud you know it's it's just one of those things where it's like unless you've been through it yourself or you know someone personally who's been through it you can't even really have a comment on it yeah yeah I mean well and like I said I think that it's something that is is set up like I've never met someone that that's happy about it you know and when you see this whole event going down in the political climate that we have where the right's supposed to be against the left and vice versa, they can't agree on one damn thing. Um, That's a step traditionally speaking or historically speaking, that's a step or two away from martial law when the government has to step in and says, Hey, you two assholes cannot get along. So we're going to make you get along. You know what I mean? Um, So it's just, you know, I try to pay attention to this and I can't really get a beat on what's going on with this whole Supreme court situation. You know, we were raised in school to think that the judicial, legislative, and executive branches of government are all independent of each other. As we've grown up and looking more into the stuff that we look into, we know that that's complete BS. They, they totally collude. They have the same agenda and they push steadily towards that, right? Now, the reason that I think that this might be going on right now is because we have the elections coming up. The liberals are about, supposedly, they're about to get just completely shit on. They're about to lose all kinds of of seats, whether it be in the House or the Senate. And uh, it's possible that Joe Biden could be impeached if enough conservatives take the government or the uh, legislative. So, you know, I think that they may be kind of throwing a Hail Mary trying to get, you know, more people to be like, hey, you know, the conservatives are taking away women's rights. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then they're going to kind of I don't know. There's so many different angles to it. Also, you have this whole Twitter thing going on where, you know, maybe it's just it's just one of those things just to kind of throw a wrench and just distraction after distraction and it ties right into the luciferian stuff that i'm looking into you know the the uh the push since this nation's founding um which i love this country you know i'm I'm a little bit embarrassed of it now uh mm-hmm. i think as a lot of us are um you guys seem patriotic you know your husband is in the armed forces well, and for me, it's like that video you just shared on Instagram where he's calling the Pope an African American baseball player. <laughs> Come on, I'm gonna be embarrassed by that. Mm-hmm. Anybody would be embarrassed of that. Yeah, it's have, like um, it's it's like the leader of our country is a big dummy. Yeah. Yeah, and or, or like working for a company that is just completely immoral. You know what I mean? Which. I'm guilty of that. Yeah, I think a lot of us work for companies where we don't agree with their morals. Um, and it's embarrassing. You know, I, I kept it secret where I worked for a long time. And now that I'm really trying to quit and I honestly don't care if I get fired from it, I'm like, yeah, this is where I work, you know, and, and blah, 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 and on my own show. But it's, uh, it is very embarrassing. And so I, I'm, I'm trying to see, you know, why 
why are we being pushed towards this satanic agenda, Luciferian agenda, which are different, but I tied them, I lumped them in together. You know what I mean? Um, there's, a, have you heard of Albert Pike? Little bit, little bit. Yeah. So he was, uh, it, it's kind of interesting, you know, depending on who you ask, he was, uh, either a general for the Confederacy or he's a Freemason. He was both of them for sure. But, uh, he was named, if I'm not mistaken, he was named the Freemason of the century. So very, very influential in Freemasonry. Um, but this dude wrote to a man in France. I think his name was Massa, M-A-Z-Z-A or Massi, maybe. Um, but this, this letter that he writes in the 1800s, um, during the Civil War, he says, uh, you know, we're going to unleash the nihilists on the world after this war is over. You know what I mean? We're going to unleash the nihilists, the people that don't believe in anything. And they're going to smother the Christians. They're going to take over religion. And these people are going to, to just completely run the government. People that don't believe in God, don't believe in anything, that don't think that there's any value to life. And from that, there's going to be so much chaos. There's going to be tyranny in the streets of each respective country. You know, you know the United States government is going to crash down on the United States people, France is going to do the same countries around the world are all going to follow the same pattern. And out of that, we'll form a one world government and a one world religion under a one world leader. And this would be the antichrist, right? According to the whole, the whole Mm -hmm. thing. So, you know, I say it in my show all the time, I'm agnostic. I don't know what the hell's going on in the world or, or after, but, um, I do know that the loose, that the, uh, the, the leaders of the world seem to be Luciferian. And so that, makes me question maybe christianity there's something to it yeah it's just like the the balancing of the two even if you don't believe in it they believe in it (laughs) so Mm -hmm. if it's not like i'm saying you have to choose like christianity christianity or luciferianism but if they're choosing a team it's for a reason yeah yeah, absolutely. I mean, I see a ton of problems with Christianity, like the main doctrine of it, right? You know, the idea that you can do anything throughout your whole life, but as long as you believe in Jesus Christ, you'll be saved. And uh, Owen Benjamin, actually, I saw a video of his where he says, you know, the devil believes in Jesus, you know what I mean? If this is if this is the real story, you know, and this guy, you know, was banished away from from heaven for eternity. So there's a lot of problems with it. I think that the Catholic church is one of the most evil organizations in the entire history of man. Um, So I don't, I don't try and push any of this religious stuff on anyone, but it's something truly, truly interesting to me. And then, you know, I've mentioned it quite a few times, the whole, you know, time back to the abortion thing, the, the, the cell line that's put in a lot of foods that we consume every single day, you know, Campbell's, PepsiCo, uh freaking all these different major major brands uh, i said campbell's craft um and we're, we're consuming these freaking you know embryonic kidney cells from aborted fetal tissue so do you think that they've co-opted us as podcasters because we are so much better informed about what they're putting in our products that they have to tell us so if we still eat it, it's like we've given them permission to do what they're doing, right? It's like, I've listened to what you just said. So now I am aware that there's embryonic kidney cells in Kraft mac and cheese, right? So if mm-hmm. I go to the store next time and I get it and I eat it, I've allowed them to do this to me and I'm taking a part in it because I'm aware of it now. 
it it's like they always say they they can't do anything without our permission right yeah yeah so it's that karmatic you, like, i don't know how true that is but yeah i've heard that but but let's just say that it's they believe that sure and that's that's the code that they live by is as long as we know what they're doing they can do it and so sometimes i feel like they put the information out so like the truth community absorbs it and then releases it to all of its listeners and so they're in the back of your mind every time you go to walmart you're like well i heard ryan on his podcast say that campbell's and pepsico and Kraft have like abortive fetal cell or whatever in it and you but you still buy it or you let someone you love buy it and you don't and it's it's almost like you're taking a part in it and it's they're right. We're letting them do it because we're still buying the products. I hadn't even thought about it like that, but it could be the case, right? It's like the idea of like the vampire can't come in unless you, unless invite, you invite them. Right. So sure. I mean, but, and I know that you're not getting at the idea of like the information shouldn't be out there, but I, I feel like it is very important to, to share. No, no, Yeah. It's very important. It's just, you know, let's say, you're on food stamps, right? Well, food stamps only pays for certain types of stuff. So when you go to the store, you're loading up your cart with all this crap and junk food and whatever. And let's say they're a big time listener of your show. They're like in the position where they know they shouldn't be buying these brands, but it's like, oh, well, I'm broken. I have six kids at home. I got to feed. So I have to get craft. I have to get Pepsi Co. I have to get you know, it's not like they can just go to Sprouts and get all organic, you know, and who even knows what's in the organic stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're being poisoned constantly, which I mean, to your point with the organic stuff, it, it's, it's scary. And I think that that's part of this Luciferian thing too, you know, hijacking pure medicine and hijacking water and hijacking food and, and just taking over, you know, what I think the creator, I'm not going to call him God. You know, I, I, I don't know what it is, whether you believe in the universe, whether you believe in the Christian God or Allah or whatever, the creator, I, I do believe there is some sort of creator. And I think that he made this damn near perfect world and our bodies, which are in a, in a roundabout way, they're perfect, right? Sure. Some mm -hmm. people are born with disabilities. Now, I think a lot of that comes from the fucked up environment that we live in. Right. Um, and I think that there's some pretty good proof about that. You know, there's all kinds of naturally occurring problems in the world that we, that, that aren't so natural. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, it, I don't know. It, do you see where I'm going with the idea? Oh, where yeah. just No, everything... no, no. I, I completely understand what you mean. It's, it's just, everything is co-opted and corrupted and everything's poison and everything. That's why like at the end of the day, I feel like if you're making even a tiny effort to, yeah. you, you know what I mean? It's, it's not that I would drink tap water, but how the fuck do I stay away from tap water? I have to shower, have to yeah. brush my teeth, have to, you know? So it's like, they've made it to where no matter what you do, you will be exposed to something at some point every single day. Yeah. Did you catch that whole thing that we were talking about on um, Matt's show um, with the website ewg.org, the tap water? Oh, no, no. I haven't. Heard. What's that? It's It was wild when we looked it up. So Matt on his show on The Great Deception, he runs that Monday Night Master Debaters deal. And we, which you did, right? You did yeah, that with us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, so 
there's this website and I recommend all your listeners go and check it out because just to your point of like, yeah, you, you're taking a shower in this tap water, you, you know, your skin is a massive organ, the, the biggest organ really. And um, this website, ewg.org slash tap water. Um, everyone go search that and type in your zip code and it'll pull up all the contaminants in your water supply. You can, you know, mine is a, a certain zip code, which I won't say but there's only one water supplier in my zip code. Um, and it, the, the levels of arsenic that are deemed safe, this had 1700 times that amount in it of arsenic. What? So that was one thing. I mean, I don't know. Do you, if you want, do you, you can pull do up, it live like right now and do my water. Yeah. Pull it up. Do you know how to screen share and all that? Yeah. Yeah, so it's uh it's a crazy little thing. While you're while you're messing around with it, I can kind of ramble about it. But you know, I when I moved into this house, my dog uh he started getting a tumor on his shoulder. Not right away, probably a uh, shit, maybe a year or two after I moved in, and it just slowly grew bigger and bigger. And and went and got it tested, and it was cancer. Uh, we ended up getting the tumor cut off just so we could be a little more comfortable moving around, but uh he What's ends the up ewg.org slash tap water all one word on tap water obviously um so yeah watch if you check this out and you may have okay yeah just click uh your zip code whatever that is and uh i guarantee i mean i haven't seen any uh just say continue to cite there i haven't seen any so that what do i do it. now is that it, Oklahoma City Water? So click View Utility. So you've got 11 exceeding, and then just scroll down, and you'll see where exactly it's at. Yeah, so yours isn't too bad compared to mine, but you've got, where's your arsenic levels? So those are all things that are poisonous. So it says, like, related effect. Most of these are cancer-causing. Those top seven are all cancer actually this these the top seven are all cancer well do you see that how it says right underneath the the bold name the chloroform oh, right oh, oh 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 okay yeah yeah so That's each one of those i mean it looks like your arsenic. worst one there is that hello cefic acid or whatever that is 290 times higher than what's deemed safe so you're showering in that you know and and i i oh. truly believe that the fucking oh actually you have this Oh, look at that one yeah that's what i'm saying it's crazy it is not a good situation so um, oh that makes me so mad and you've got those are just the 11 that they're showing there's 24 total contaminants so it's not even showing you all of this um it's just a good resource i think and and uh, i'm actually going to call my water company and ask like why the fuck that's the case you know what i mean um and i'm going to record How it we're going to have it on the podcast away with that I don't know. You know, they get away with murder, literally, with all these <laughs> different things. So, you know, it's not just that. There was this guy that, you know, my dad was telling me about, too. Um, he's a pro golfer. I believe his name is Morgan Hoffman, um, if I'm looking up the right dude here. I don't know if you'd heard about this guy, but he had a horrible, I think it was MS, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and basically, every doctor was telling him that he was going to, that he was going to freaking die. You know, his, his this whatever he's got. I'm trying to find out while we're talking here, but while, you know, he's just going to continue as muscular dystrophy, I guess. FSHD is the 
the mm-hmm. title of it. But so this guy, you know, he'd go to Western doctors like all over the place. You know, he he wouldn't take no for an answer that, you know, everyone was just like, hey, man, you're you're this is an incurable thing. Uh, we can make you comfortable with medicine, but there's it's, it's going to be with you forever. And so he goes to Costa Rica and gets on this crazy holistic regimen where he's got to drink his own urine and he's got to do all this weird shit. And he fucking heals himself. You know what I mean? You know what's so crazy right now? What? I don't know if you believe in synchronicities or whatever, but yeah. I had Kelly on uh, last week mm-hmm. and her her and I did an episode. It's going to come out on Monday the 9th. And she is all about urine therapy right now. And so by the time people listen to this episode, they will have heard the one with Kelly. Okay. And she read a book called The Life Water or something like that. And it's literally a doctor who said you can cure everything that ails you with your own urine. Hmm. And I'm interested she's in that. doing it. She's 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 drinking her urine. Hmm. Is she is she still did you ask her if she's still drinking booze? Because I know she likes to drink. Mm, yeah I mean I asked her I said because she was like you can cure anything with a urine fast where you literally drink your own urine and water and that's all you do for like a month right and whatever you whatever's wrong with you you will heal it you can put it in your eyes you can put it on your face like wherever you're not supposed to eat any food while you're doing this I I guess you just because you just drink water in your own urine and your urine is full of stem cells and nutrients and minerals and like all these things and it's created by our body and whatever filtration process your urine goes through when what before it's excreted cleans like all the crap out and all you have left is like stem cells and like a bunch of healthy stuff so if you drink it you're getting everything you need back through your urine and then just with water Mm. So she said she wanted to try it on her mom and put it in her eyes because her mom has like really bad eyes. And her mom was like, I'd rather be blind and dead. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I don't know, but apparently it cures everything. Hmm. Yeah. I'm going to look into it a little more because, and it's wild that golf digest like wrote a thing about it, you know, that they're letting this come out in the mainstream. Um, But yeah, you know, about the urine yeah you know what i mean because it's and, and not, that's not the only thing that he did um he went on on like an entire thing you know what i mean but mm-hmm. the western medicine to our point that it's just kind con- i mean these people get away with murder literally you know the rockefellers hijacked the medicine system in the 30s and they took all this shit that this dude was taught when he went to costa rica um they took all that and they turned it into quackery and rockefeller mm-hmm. being a oil mogul you know with standard oil they powered literally both sides of world war ii giving proprietary technology to the nazis and to the allies um you know this guy figures out a way to make oil-based medicines petroleum-based medicines so not only are these medications causing the diseases they're also treating the diseases so it's just a a, i mean it's a brilliant idea if you're a psychopath which they were and you know then they, they just keep running this freaking thing back over and over again it's a 360 degree way to make money and uh i mean he did a lot of stuff you know i know that you're big into sound therapy and frequencies and shit like that um i am too just probably not to the extent that you are i think that there is absolutely something to it though um the rockefeller foundation changed the standard tuning you know what i mean um Mm -hmm. so they've done everything you know instead of this music getting us closer to 
the way I heard it, and and again, I hate to tie in Christianity here, but the way that I heard it was that your DNA is an antenna to God, to the creator. And this frequency that is now the standard tuning is actually closer to the devil's frequency, which I think the true devil frequency is 741, if I'm not mistaken. I could be off on that one. But instead of that, you know, it was closer to 528. I think 432 was the exact frequency it was. And then they changed it to some shit that's, you know, closer to to harmful sounds. And so it's just, without us even knowing, we're just completely lacking any kind of spiritual integrity as a race. It's not, it's not just like you or me or any one person, but I mean, ants operate off this, this God frequency plants operate off it. The wind, uh, the stock market, believe it or not, operates off this. It's a natural occurring thing. That's in everything except humans, humans operate off a different frequency and that's fucked up. If you ask me. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. And I, the first time I heard that, I thought that it meant we could literally hear the difference of frequency. Like when they changed music over Mm -hmm. to the different frequency, I was like, well, well, you would be able to hear that, right? It's nothing audible in that sense. It, it'll, it'll affect you without you actually being able to like audibly hear a change. Yeah, I forget the exact word for it. It's like sub auditory or something like that. Maybe like it's right. just one where it's absolutely out there. I mean, you know, people are freaking out about this 5G stuff too. Rightfully so, I think. Um, you're not going to hear that frequency coming through, you know, and, and you can put, you can actually do that with podcasts. You know what I mean? You can put a tone in, in your podcast or in music and uh, it'll make it like addictive to listen to. You know what I mean? There was a guy that actually got killed talking about that in depth. I don't know if you heard about uh, XXX Tentacion, that rapper. No, he was blasting some kind of frequency through his podcast. No, through his songs. You never heard of that, dude? No, no, no. I mean, enlighten me. That sounds really fucking crazy. Do you listen to hip hop or no? A little. I mean, I listen to like everything. I'm not just like in one genre all the time. Sure. Yeah. I feel like everyone's like that now, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So this dude, he's a young kid, kind of a piece of shit, to be honest. He had some uh, pretty credible allegations and and everything that he beat the shit out of his, I think his pregnant girlfriend, um, bad dude, you know, not, a, not a good person by any means, but, um, he was a troubled guy. He wasn't just doing this shit for fun. He had some demons and he was one of these SoundCloud rapper guys, kind of corny, uh, would shave his eyebrows and do all these kind of bullshit stunts and had goofy hairstyles and shit. Um, but he made a video a couple months before he was killed talking about how you can put frequencies in music and it can be a happy sounding song, but leave someone feeling depressed after the, after they're done listening to it, or you can make a depressing song and make someone feel happy. You know what I mean? It's this underlying frequency. And he listed a few of them. And one of my buddies that I've had on the show a few times, Chaz of the dead, who's really, really big into, um, paranormal things like this Mm -hmm. he was even saying too like yeah dude that guy was a brilliant chaos magician this xxx guy and um it's like you know he was just doing this crazy shit and then talking a little bit too much about it and he got killed you know what i mean he got shot in his uh bmw when he was in florida i think broward county which is a weird county anyway you know what i mean right all this ritual shit oh my god no that's crazy 
Yeah, it's weird. They've been doing that shit with music forever. I mean, look at Britney Spears. And I always bring her up because she's like the most obvious example. Yeah, of a lot of things, yeah. And so when I was making like my Stanley Kubrick episode, I was just, sometimes I just talk out loud to myself. And I was like, did y'all see her when she was talking about the Pepsi or whatever and blah, blah, blah. And I said, but you got to love her butterfly clips though. And cause she always had butterflies all over her hair and like, in like little cornrows, like with the butterflies. Mm -hmm. And then I go back and I'm thinking like the butterfly thing is the monarch Mm -hmm. where they took the attractive women and they like inserted that kind of like Marilyn Monroe. Mm -hmm. Marilyn Monroe is a really interesting story, actually. Like the, we were watching some documentary on her where she was basically like Hollywood's first, like, passed around whore what's up the sex kitten yeah she was a beta sex kitten but like she got her roles essentially just by sleeping with everyone like they they made her fuck a lot of people once she got realized that she she could actually act and perform they changed that whole like she didn't want to do that anymore but they were like no i mean it's too good to do this with you we're gonna keep using you for this and that's why she swallowed a bottle of pills you know what i mean um it's fucked up. I mean, I don't know if you think that she got killed or if she killed herself. Uh, I I don't think she killed herself. I actually have an episode. I don't want to give too much away. I've been researching that specifically. I think you'll like it. But yeah. Um. So, what do you think of Megan Fox? Do you think that's what's going on with her? Because she's into like all type of crazy shit, like blood drinking. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what? Like what is Ryan's thoughts on the MGK Megan Fox thing? I, I, I haven't put too much thought into it, but like I've seen those clips and I mean, they're posted everywhere. I think it's one of those things to get young kids influenced by it, like to try and make, you know, young couples think that, Hey, this is a way that you show your love is by drinking your significant other's blood. Um, I think it ties right into that Luciferian agenda shit. You know, what happened to just holding hands or freaking kissing or hugging or whatever, couples do you know what i mean instead of instead of shit like that you know i think that it's it's like a distraction kind of like there might be something going on in the background and they're like hey megan fox drinks blood (laughs) oh sure i mean they're doing that constantly you know what i mean um they're they're always distracting us with meaningless shit you know the way that this johnny depp defamation case is going on and it's live streamed 24 seven, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which Ghislaine Maxwell's trial was not. And I know that that's been said multiple times, but they're throwing these distractions at us all the time. So yeah, I mean, it's a distraction, but no more than Elon Musk buying Twitter is, or, you know, fucking, I mean, name a thing that, that people are talking about and sharing over and over again. Um, I think social media is a big distraction. Like that thing I just posted about Joe Biden talking to the Pope, that's an older clip. But, you know, someone will, a a big account will post something like that. And then it'll get people talking about that instead of looking at like important shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, I see some value to it as far as marketing goes and and sharing, you know, laughs with people, I guess. But everything's a distraction right now. And until I think, I think life's kind of a distraction. You know what I mean? The way that it's been, Mm -hmm. we're not we're not doing anything that I don't think we're so we're we're completely off the path I think that we're supposed to be going down so everything that we do as a as a society is just wrong I think and I mean not to like beat a dead horse but I 
lived in Cleveland for a very long time. And so mm-hmm. I was around when MGK was making mixtapes and yeah. I, I loved him. Like, I was like, Oh my God, like I love MGK. And he was so, I mean, masculine, just awesome. And now he's like this effeminate wearing pearl necklaces and drinking blood and wearing skirts and pink Lace and necks. And like, at what point, did you go from chip off the block to pink turtleneck pearl necklace? Like it's just so convoluted. Well, I mean, uh, Megan Fox could probably represent the Scarlet whore in some sense. I mean, she used to be huge in Hollywood until, I mean, she's one, she's one of those stories where people like too many people thought she was smoking hot. And then Mm. she lost, like she got a, a fucking massive ego and lost the Transformers gigs, you know what I mean? Because she was just such a bitch to work with. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that there's part of a humiliation ritual going on with them. Um, MGK, I think, went at Eminem, who's kind of like royalty in the hip-hop world. He's Dr. Dre's behind him. Um, I think with you, when you mess with certain people, maybe, I mean, my conspiratorial mind would say maybe this is a humiliation ritual. My logical brain would say that he's trying to cling on to relevancy because he he went at one of I mean this Eminem's got so many fans right now and he has forever my logical side of my brain says like yeah he went at someone that you really shouldn't go at if you're in that industry and he lost and so now he he pivots from hip-hop to fallout boy fucking music you know what I mean and <laughs> now he's dressing like a chick and he's acting like he's been emo and uh, he was opening up for Fallout Boy when he was still doing his hip hop stuff. So, I mean, it was kind of a seamless transition for him. And then, uh, you know, meets Megan Fox, who is like this, you know, early 2000s dime piece. And I don't know, it, there's there's definitely two sides to it. It'd be interesting to hear how you and your husband would talk about that, because he's more of that. <laughs> yeah, he's more of that. Like, no, there's no conspiracy shit going on. And then he's, you're very he's with like your logical brain, because he thinks that he fucked around one too many times with Eminem and yeah. he got himself, you know, outed. Yeah. So he's he I I believe you. I think he's clinging on to like relevancy. And, you know, Megan Fox, I mean you're a guy but she's not as fine as she used to be no not at all so it's not even like he went out and got the best looking chick you could get in 2022 he she almost looks reptilian sometimes like she's got like this distorted kind of look about her yeah (laughs) is it just me or no i mean i've heard things that she's like a dude too she's a tranny and she's been a tranny forever i mean they say that with every really pretty girl from Hollywood and, and a lot of men too, but like, especially black women, you know, cause they do have some masculine features, right. They're, they're mm-hmm. stronger usually. Um, so, I mean, it's just, I, I, yeah, definitely. Megan Fox is, is obviously pretty she, nothing compared to what it was in the early, like when she made, what was that one where she was a demon? Uh, Jennifer's, Jennifer's body. body. Yeah. So, I mean, that was like the peak of when she was like, mm-hmm. you know, every dude in my high school thought she was just total smoke show. And then now, I mean, she doesn't have enough meat on her bones anymore. You know what I mean? Like the, <laughs> the whole style of the thing that guys like now, they like thicker girls. You know what I mean? It's just the way that it is. And, and I think that that's also kind of an interesting thing to look into is 
Where did that start? And then Lizzo was taking it to a completely Ooh, different Ryan, level. I want to hear what you think about that because it went from uh what's her name courtney cox and jennifer aniston in friends where they look like they're emaciated they're so thin and that was hot you know it was so hot jennifer Aniston is so hot and now it's like if you if you wear a size eight you're too skinny yeah where do you think that came from i mean i think it could be cyclical right i mean back in the um in like the early, early days, like fat women were really heavily sought after, right? Because it meant back when food was rare to come by, when you were a fat chick, it meant that you were rich and that you were something to, to be uh, oogled at. Mm. Um, now I think it shows discipline to be skinny, but then it may have gotten too far in the model industry and like girls are bulimic and anorexic and shit. And so uh, now I think what shows the discipline in the modern times is like working out and eating right. So when you're working out and you're eating right, you're going to have the thicker legs and like the dudes are going to have the bigger arms, the defined face, you know, shit where I I think that features that are hard to come by are always the thing that is kind of popular or sought after by the opposite sex, right? Um, That's just what I think. But now it's obese women though. It's getting there. It's definitely getting there. But I, I don't think anyone actually really likes obese women. I don't think anyone thinks that Lizzo's hot. There's people that, you know, say that, but I don't think any dude, if Lizzo was, was uh, not, if she was Shaniqua living in fucking, you know, Harlem mm-hmm. and, and made, you know, dog shit money, no one would give a fuck about it. You know what I mean? No one would be like, <laughs> yeah. oh, wow, she's super pretty and so brave, you know, when she's walking down the street. I mean, I saw, there was a, a girl at a Fry's that was a massively fat chick black girl wearing short shorts and a fucking tank top like like she should not be wearing this shit she's got stretch marks and rolls and i'm all about like you know being being confident in your body but fucking cover it up you know what i mean like (laughs) it's not a problem to to dress modestly even if you have something that you should maybe show off like you know there's there's girls with nice bodies that dress slutty and i think that there's a place for those things but there's no place for a obese woman and and what was funny is she was actually arguing with the price over the price of meat of like some chicken which there are there's so many stereotypes there that i won't even get into them yeah it's okay (laughs) but yeah no it, it was it's just disgusting and i think that yeah i don't think anyone actually thinks that obese women are are uh unless it's fetish fetish people you know there's people with fetishes um i think that that you know people like amputees there's a small portion of people that well, like people with, with no have limbs. you seen 2000 pound sisters no. on tlc oh no i wouldn't want to but is it good <laughs> no it's not good ryan holy shit <laughs> it's it's literally a pair of sisters in kentucky and one's a thousand and the other one's like a thousand i don't mm. know it's, it's either called 2000 pound sisters or a thousand pound sisters something but the one is so morbidly obese, like immobile, can't, can't, you know what I'm saying? Like completely immobile. <laughs> and she's on these fatty girl sites. And there's oh, all the fetish sites. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm not saying that there isn't dudes out there who's like, I want my chick immobile. Yeah. Which is, it, 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 it's like something's wrong with you mentally if you can't get off unless your chick is immobile. 
Yeah, it's a dependency issue. I mean, they they call them feeders, right? Like the, yeah, when, feeders. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, uh, there's this comedian that I really like. His name's Ray Cump, and he's a morbidly obese. And his uh, fiance uh, was being accused of being a feeder because she's a skinnier girl, but she was raped by her dad when she was little. So mm. I think that a lot of these people have some mental issues with uh, the man that they think or the woman that they think should be, uh, you know, desired or, or a good match for them. But I mean, a lot of these fetish people are are not the workers, but the uh, people that that support them or pay for their services, whatever. Um, they've got some problems, I think, you know what I mean? Um, serious problems. Obviously everyone has problems, but uh, some sort of like mother issue, daddy issue type stuff, abandonment issues, maybe. Um, I'm not a psychologist, but I, I, I studied a lot about mind control and the way that the brain works in situations where you feel like hurt and how that manifests throughout your life. Usually if something goes down when you're young, that has like, profound effects on your entire life you know um but yeah i to be clear i think it's disgusting when when people well yeah and it's almost like we've we've set it up that way though because of the shit that we watch like me and you have talked about it before there's always like a dead parent in all the disney movies Mm -hmm. or like there's always some separation no parents at all like look at if you look at any given Disney movie, it's either one parent or no parents at all, right? So, like, you're growing up, your parents aren't together, you have daddy issues, or you have mommy issues, and then you grow up and you try to fill whatever's missing from your life with your significant other, right? Yeah. So, at what point did we get to the place where we there there is no such thing as a healthy relationship anymore they're like a they're they're so rare well i think that a lot of that too comes from i mean yes it's it's very easy to blame disney and i think that they have their their place to blame for sure but um when i don't know how old you are i'm not going to ask you but like when i was a kid you know i was born in 1991 um I think that we are so lucky, like my age bracket is so lucky to have gone through a time where internet wasn't really a thing. Yeah, it was, but it wasn't one of these things. I mean, we are connected to the internet constantly. It's how you and I are talking. That's how I talk with nearly everyone that listens to my show. Literally everyone that listens to my show. Mm -hmm. My family doesn't listen anymore because I say too much crazy shit. Um, (laughs) So, you know, we, we are never alone these days. You know, we're never, I remember being a kid sitting in the car and just thinking, and my mind was just thinking about random shit. You know what I mean? And my, my brain still does that. I still will be sitting there cooking if I'm not listening to a podcast and my mind's just always going, you know, I'm thinking of whatever. Me too, Ryan. Yeah. And I think that that's good. I don't think that kids these days have that though. I think that they have a song in their head. I think that they're thinking about a video that they saw or a meme that made them laugh. They're not thinking of why is the sky blue or like, you know, what makes trees grow and shit like that, you know, just looking at something. And I heard a a, a joke from someone that a, a comedian, he was going in to take a shit and he forgot his phone. And he's so used to looking at his phone on the toilet, he grabbed the shampoo yeah. bottle and started reading the ingredients on it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, that's what people, we're used to that now, you know? I'll admit, when I'm taking a shit, I'm, I'm reading, I'm looking through my phone. I think everyone No, I'm does. on my phone 100%. Yeah, so I mean. I almost can't shit without my phone. 
Exactly. And, and who knows what that's doing to, to our bodies. You know what I mean? So, and our brains, I think we, we, the reason why I think we're so lucky is because we're the last generation that could, that knows what both are like, you know what I mean? Um, my sister, she's 13 years younger than me. She's never lived in a, in a time when the phone was not there. I mean, she got a phone when she was in like second grade, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not because um, my parents are actually really good about how they do. I mean, my sister's a better person than I am. I truly believe, but she, you know, they, they, the, the parents are trained too to think that, well, shit, something's going to happen to my kid and I can't get in contact with them. You know what I mean? Where if, if you were a kid in the seventies, and, and something happened to you, you're fucked. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're and, just and, fucked. yeah. And I think that it raised these people to be smarter. And yes, the boomers have their own whole laundry list of issues. Um, they're completely selfish as a whole. My parents were great. They, you know, they're boomers and they, I think did a decent job with me and they did a great job with my sister. Um, you know, but it, it raised these people to think, and I'm terrified how a lot of our generation and the younger generations are going to parent. Um, not just because of the phones and Disney, but just because they don't have any critical thinking skills. I mean, there's some conspiratorial kids, but as a whole, people are getting their information through social media. And there's this whole ministry of truth that's coming out where it's going to completely dictate it. I mean, the government's always 10, 15, 20 steps ahead of where culture goes. You know, they know where it's going and they get ahead of it and they control it. Oh, yeah, 100%. I remember going on um, like trips, road trips, right? When mm-hmm. I was little and I didn't have a phone. I didn't have, you know, diddly squat except for my own imagination on these eight hour there, eight hour back. Cause we were living in Kentucky at the time and we'd go visit my family in Cleveland and you would just like stare out the window. Right. Yeah. And we, we would ride at night there and like, the whole time I was in the car, I was like, you know, I wonder what is in the sky. You know, I wonder what the stars are. I wonder, but now it's, it's kind of like you have your phone in your face constantly. Mm-hmm. And it's not that having your phone is bad because you can get a lot of information that way. We're talking to each other and having podcasts on our phone, whatever. But there's like this weird thing about not being able to function without it. Like, yeah. I don't want to get too like personal or anything, but there's someone in my life who lets their kid have their phone and their tablet at the same time. And they'll have like their phone doing something on their phone and they'll be playing like Mario, like on their tablet. And it's just the cons. it's like overwhelming to even look at the kid doing it. You know, what's crazy. It's going to be interesting to see how kids like that fare. I think that they, I mean, it's a 50-50 shot at this point to say that they could be crazy or they could be completely fucking, like, capable of, of functioning. Antisocial, but I think that they're they're probably interacting with someone on one of those devices, I would think. And if not, I mean, they're going to be so used to that that they'll be able to function perfectly in the future society. You know what I mean? Because things are changing so quick. That, that kid's either going to be crazy or he's going to be a fucking shoe into society. You know what I mean? It, 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 who knows? It's going to go one way or the other, clearly. I don't think there's any real median. Um, and then when you listen to how certain people talk, like Yuval Harari, this guy that's saying that they figured out how to hack the human brain and all this shit um, at the World Economic Forum. 
people like the shit that he says where there's a there's going to be a class of people that is useless and we're going to have to figure out what to do with those useless people i mean this dude said this you know what i mean i I, are we useless like is he referring to like our generation or like our parents uh our parents depending on how old your parents are my parents aren't quite useless yet but like they're they're behind the idea of like uh getting rid of people after their on their 75th birthday once you turn 75 you're you're euthanized you're a goner yeah so um and and i don't think that that's true i think that um and i don't think most people that you talk to would think that that's true but um these elites do absolutely you know what i mean and and you say even to them like yeah they're fine with it you know but they're probably saying that you know bill gates fucking tells you not to have kids and he's got three of his own you know what i mean so <laughs> these people they have their own rules for you um mm-hmm. there was something i was gonna say about the oh about the uh the phones do you have a 5g phone yet i don't well i never had it never says 5g on my phone unless I- so when i went to visit my family in cleveland it said 5g but when i'm in oklahoma it doesn't it's probably because the infrastructure is not set up there like the the towers and whatnot but mm-hmm. um I got, so my personal phone, I have a work phone and a personal phone because just my, the company that I work for gives us phones that they, cause we clock in that way. They're both iPhones. My personal phone is an iPhone seven plus. And the new one that I got that they gave us, it's a brand new one. The what's that? The 13 X mm-hmm. or whatever. The, when I view things on the older phone, I'm used to that. Right. But then when I look at the 13 X, it's, it almost is more clear than reality, which is oh yeah, the retina or whatever it's called. Yeah, the retina display and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so looking at like when I did the uh, I do some lives on Instagram or when I'm swiping through things on you know looking through podcasts or, or going through uh, Instagram, and I'm looking at that for a while, and then I look outside. Outside looks like dull, which it's scary to me. Like it looks like the trees aren't moving right. You know what I mean? Because the trees move different in a video that I'm watching on my phone. And that fucked with my head when I, when I realized that, you know, I was driving when I first realized that. And I was like, these cars aren't passing me right. You know what I mean? And I don't know if it's good that I realized that stuff or if it's bad, but you know, it's like, oh, there's a glitch in this matrix. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, man, you know, I don't know what they're doing through these things, but there's something to the idea that they're completely fucking our society up. And I, mm-hmm. you know, it's a shame because I love podcasting. I love talking, you know, meeting people like you, meeting people like Matt and Ghost and all these people, Ron. Um, I've met some really great people. Um, but it's like, man, if the internet was never a thing, I think that our society would be better. You know what I mean? I really do. But um, it, it's, it's like um, the Trojan horse or whatever. Oh, absolutely. So I'm not going to say that it would be better. It'd be different. Yeah, I guess we wouldn't learn. We wouldn't know all this information. Like we wouldn't know that we're being poisoned in the water supply with that website I shared with you right there. Um, so or maybe like, it's did like. You, did you see the thing that I shared about the baby formula? No. So... I know that's horrible, but. Right. So there's like a lawsuit right now on like three main baby formulas, right? Causing gut rot and like all these things in infants. In babies? In infant. Yeah. Infants. And so it's causing gut rot and um, death even fetal death. 
like baby little tiny baby death like so um i looked up all these like old ads from like the 50s on baby formula on these three main baby formulas and it's like i grew up on mother's milk but now i use infamil or whatever you know and so we were a lot more easily targeted because we've read magazines and watched commercials on tv and now it's like i can just get on my phone and look and be like does this specific product have any lawsuits against it does this specific product have any recalls like what's in it like you know people are able to do a little bit more research into shit whereas like back in the day it would just be like well my mom used infamil and i'll use infamil and we're you know Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, so uh, there was, I was trying to look up right now the largest uh, manufacturers of baby formula. I know a lot of ingredients come out of China, but um, there's a lot of these home companies, like the stuff that we use in our houses and put on our skin or ingest or, uh, you know, put under our arms, freaking wash ourselves with, whatever. Um, Procter and Gamble. I don't know if you've ever seen their original logo. Did oh, you no, that? I haven't seen it, but I know about how shady they are. I don't know if you want to pull it up and look at it really quick. Okay, yeah, let me do it. It is wild. Um, and, and I actually, I found this doing my Luciferian research thing. Um, it's straight satanic and you'll, you'll kind of see the symbolism in there. What um, should I say? Procter and Gamble. Original logo. Original logo. Yeah. And um, it's just a, a really, really, I mean. Oh, get- motherfucking No. Is it the stars and the moon? Yeah, it's like the moon and stars, and it's got like a horn on it. Yeah, so you have the man and the moon right there, which is a Luciferian oh, reference. Like with the the six 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 in the beard. That there's that, and there's also thirteen stars. So oh yeah. You get you get. I mean, it, there's a there's countless companies that do that. I mean, you had uh, Apple's original logo was. Uh, kind of a reference to adam and eve like the the forbidden fruit and all that stuff um the original one not the one the rainbow one that they did after that but damn there's a you lot know. of these companies that are massive that make kind of uh salutes to satan and shit like that oh there was one that was like um and then like the pope's hat or whatever with the 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 triangle pedo thing the triangle within the triangle kind of over so i mean it's everywhere and if you didn't have eyes to see you wouldn't care i mean if i would have saw that six years ago i i would have been like it's a moon and stars or whatever it's yeah the uh the the fish the the hat the pope wears is kind of supposed to loosely resemble a fish a fish head that miter hat yeah i heard that it's to um it's to mask the elongated skull. <laughs> I mean, I, there there's so many different things. If you watch South Park, it's because it, uh, the original uh, St. Peter was a rabbit and uh, the rabbit had to cover oh. his ears. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if you've seen that episode. There's like a whole secret society of about Easter. But um, yeah, no, I no, mean, I, I've heard. I mean, I've heard that they're descended from these elongated skull motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows? There, there's, there was one. So I was another thing I was looking into was the archangels and the whole setup of like the heaven versus hell thing. Um, how they say Lucifer's the light bearer, and then you have this uh, 
the the true light bearer who is uh uriel who's an archangel he's not it's not lucifer this is like 10th grade fucking uh philosophy where people are like dude lucifer's the light bearer uh you know we're supposed to be following him he's the keeper of knowledge and all this bullshit well i mean did you listen to ghost episode with that esoteric eddie dude a little bit yeah okay so his his proposal is there is no lucifer there is no demon or satan or devil or there is none of that well the devil wants you to believe that too so i completely disagree with that but um what so lucifer was what ryan you came in hot on that one all right i mean that's just if there if there's a good there's an evil no i i i like what you just said it's just until you just said it i didn't i wasn't clicking (laughs) but yeah no. i mean and, and eddie seems like a nice dude like i've never spoken with him but um like i'll tell people when that when i disagree with them and it's no disrespect to anything you know that vince guy that i was talking to he he said the same thing you know lucifer's the light bearer and all this shit i completely disagree and i think that that this is stuff that's put out there uh for us to to try to follow um what'd you just say about the uh eddie thing though what did he how he said oh "Oh, so i'm sorry yeah lucifer was god's right hand man and then once he you know got jealous after you know god created humanity then he turned into satan right that's the story so if you're going to believe in like the mythology whatever you want to call it that's the story there so to his point maybe there is no lucifer anymore but there is absolutely some all-ruling evil you know what i mean um they put out the the seven deadly sins without even telling you about like the seven holy virtues i don't know if you've heard of those yeah Mm mm-hmm so I'd never heard of those, you know what I mean? But the seven deadly sins, there's so much work about those. Well, so maybe sometime within the next year, uh, Ghost will put out the episode that I did with him. <laughs> I know I know, he has a lot of episodes he releases, but so a little bit of my backstory is my grandpa was a pastor. He had okay. his own church. I grew up in the church. I was there like four days a week. <laughs> and so I didn't really have an option. We we went to church Wednesdays, Sundays, practices, like my mom and my aunt sang in church and it was beautiful. And that was my life. So I'm a little bit more um, like, Tapped into it. yeah, I, I know a little bit more about that kind of stuff than your average Joe who didn't grow up like that. But at the same time, I'm not totally closed minded about it's like you said, you don't know what it is. It's just a creator. You're not going to say it's Allah. You're not going to say it. it, And I'm kind of the same way. I grew up like that, but I am open-minded enough to listen to other people's viewpoints. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's kind of what's important. I think that uh, whatever created us, I think would want that. You know what I mean? Um, But yeah, you just see it. You see it so much. You know what I mean? There's that, the one thing that, another thing that I was freaking out about was the, uh, the language app where it's teaching people language it's called babble 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 like the tower of babble Mm -hmm. yeah and the whole idea that god like split up the languages and all that shit yeah he is so the bible says that he um they were trying to build a tower to heaven right Mm -hmm. and he he created the language differences to confuse them and so they they couldn't complete it right yeah that's the story well, that so that's what's interesting to me that they're teaching people languages through this app. So they're trying to make it so that everyone knows all these different languages and stuff. Which I, I mean, I I'm not I'm not a luddite or anything. Like I don't think that uh, technology or language is just all bad or, or multilingual is bad. 
Um, but just the symbolism name though, Babel. Yeah, the symbolism within it, I think, is I, I don't think it's by accident. You know what I mean? And there's just I you agree. see it so much in companies and logos. I mean, the Chipotle logo is a pedophile symbol. You know what I mean? No. Yeah, if you look at the the freaking chili, it's a chili and it's got the swirls in it. The fucking the same thing. You know what I mean? That the the boy love symbol is. I mean, you see it everywhere. You see it in there's um there's a great website that uh it's called what is it i think it's lied to by or tricked by the light i don't know if you've been to this site before but they have a whole list of sun worshiping companies and you get like shell like the gas station shell and that's supposed to be like a reference surprise me yeah well yeah and, and the name itself is like a shell company but um yeah, you you just see it over and over again. This is a great site, actually. The freaking uh, Trick by the Light. They talk about language and how that's been corrupted. Um, yeah, let's see the logos. I'll list a few here, but the shell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so interesting to me. Ah, shit. No, it's not fucking pulling up. Well, sometimes it doesn't work out like that, I guess. So they, yeah, they so... have like a bunch of Go different ahead. symbols and stuff for companies. Yeah, they have a list of of companies here that, and it's not all of them. He's just making a point. Um, but it's called Trick by the Light, and it it kind of just goes through this whole thing. It's one of the main sites that I reference in this new episode that I'm putting out. Um, but they show how Baphomet is is saluted over and over again, and they talk about you know runes, and they talk about you know performances, and uh, you know like at the Super Bowl and. Katy Perry and these alien references, the divine feminine and masculine. I'm on the website and at the top it's like movies, music, language, aliens. So what tab? There should be a logos tab there. Um, You maybe have to scroll over. Let me see. Maybe you got to scroll over. But I'm um, doing it on my phone too. So it's like super tiny. Oh, okay. Yeah, Let's it's look uh at movies and see. Yeah, movies it has some good ones like it was talking about Pan, um, like from Pan's Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. And it was just showing, you know, it all has the... the Columbia Pictures thing. Yeah, that's a reference to ISIS. The Academy um, Awards trophy. Yeah. All of them. It's it's really interesting. The trickster, um, the light one was the main one that I was looking at, but um yeah, it's just, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where, oh, yeah, here we go. There's some, uh, try not to leave you any dead air here. Oh, no, you're fine. You're fine. I think this is really interesting. So I do know that the Paramount thing is supposed to be like the mountain where they fought over Moses's body. Paramount Pictures? Yeah, you know how it's it's when the movie comes on, it's the mount, right? Paramount, yeah, yeah. right? So uh, according to someone, it's the mountain where after Moses died, the devil and the angels were fighting over his body. And that's that's the story in the Bible that they fought over his body. And so the the logo, the Paramount logo is that mount. I don't remember what it's called. Huh, that's interesting. I mean, yeah. so some ones that I'm seeing here, you got Chrysler, um, which is a, a, a satanic reference that's like associated with Egypt. 
Um, the Chicago Bulls, when you flip that upside down, that's kind of a fun one. Um, let's see. Unilever. Google Chrome, everyone knows that. Starbucks. Uh, yeah. Starbucks is ISIS. Starbucks is, Starbucks is a siren, right? I think it's supposed to be ISIS. Um because that's a big one with these guys. But yeah, it's like uh it references the order of the Baphomet here on this on this site at least. Um United Nations, Walt Disney, no shit. You got the six 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 in there, and then also Wicked. Uh Pepsi has like the as above, so below um symbolism in it. And then uh there was one really interesting one with Coca-Cola where if you flip it around. If you inverse it, it says no Mohammed, no Mecca in Arabic. Really? Yeah. So that one's kind of cool. Yeah. Time Warner Cable has the uh, pedophile symbol. Um, There's just a bunch, you know, it goes on and on. It's, it's fucking wild. And then all the the stuff with colors, you know, how, what kind of emotions colors evoke out of people. Mm -hmm. It's just a, it's a fun one, you know, good shit to look into. Have you looked into the monster symbolism? Monster oh, energy? Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's it's like the Hebrew something, right? Yeah, it's 666 in Hebrew. And then you got the cross. When you tilt the can upside down, it's a inverted cross. I saw a lady on Facebook who was like at some kind of like event. And she had yeah, a little it down. table set up. <laughs> and yeah. she was like, everybody look at this. Yeah, it's wild. I mean, so yeah, that's, it's just a, it's a, it's an interesting thing to look into. So that's what I'm into right now. So before we go, tell me a little bit, your thoughts on the Will Smith thing. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I did that whole episode on it and it was, um, Mm -hmm. it was a fun thing to look into. Um, I mean, he's a Scientologist. If anyone hasn't um, watched that or not watched, but listened to that episode, they need to, because I thought it was like highly informative and I thought it was so interesting. So if you could just like glaze over it a little bit, just as a teaser. Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, Yeah, no. So uh, basically, I mean, the guy got his career jump um, when he was in debt massively. um, I think $2.8 million, if I remember correctly. I forget so much shit. Okay. So just, you know, <laughs> forgive me if I, if I misquote something, but um, $2.8 million in debt, the IRS was coming after him. He goes and hangs out with um, um, Arsenio Hall, who he went on the show and tries to be around him more. And then he gets uh, noticed by Quincy Jones, who was a massive, I mean, he, they, they cite him mostly as a musician. He's a record producer, um, worked with Michael Jackson and a few high profile, like classic, classic albums that he's behind. But he was kind of a mogul and he still really is. He's got everyone's probably seen his daughter, Rashida Jones. Um, She's in quite a few movies, really pretty lady. Um, But they're Hollywood royalty, even though Rashida Jones is mostly in indie movies and shit. Um, So he sees Will Smith, invites him to a party. And out of nowhere tells Will Smith, you know, audition for, for in front of these people, all these people are working on a project. And if you do a good audition, if you kill it, you'll get this part. It turns out that part was for the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and he gets off to an incredible start in his career, all this, you know, romanticized story. But, you know, the, the conspiracy theory is that uh, Benny Medina, who Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is based off of, liked him wanted to fuck him ended up doing so 
bailed him out. You know, this guy, Benny Medina was a fucking loaded mogul as well. You know, mm-hmm. really, really rich dude. And, um, bails Will Smith out. And basically, you know, even though Will Smith is married, Will Smith has to kind of be this, this boy toy for, uh, for this really rich dude. And they work on that show for a while. Um, Jada ends up, you know, going to this artsy school in Baltimore where she grew up, meets Tupac there. And so there's this connection with Tupac dating a daughter of Quincy Jones right around the same time when, you know, Jada and Will are getting together and shit too. So there's, there's a splintering of the idea here where either Quincy Jones took Jada Pinkett Smith away from Tupac. Tupac got pissed off, started banging his daughter. Um, But then there's another one that I kind of like more where Tupac asked Quincy Jones, Hey, I really like your daughter. Can I start dating her? Cause he respected that one of the OGs in the music industry and uh, Quincy Jones tells him, well, yeah, you can, but I, you got to let me fuck you first. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And Tupac says, no, dates the daughter anyway, and then gets shot in Vegas, right? At a Mike Tyson event. So there's just a lot of overlapping with these two and, um, or with these four, really, with the Jones family, with Jada, with Will, and with, uh, with Tupac. Um, I don't know if that's like a good summary of kind of what goes on, but then the, the Scientology connection too, where he's just donating tons of money creates this little school where uh, basically it sounds like only willow and Jaden, or yeah Jaden went to the school um scientology influence and, and shit it was interesting you know kim mostly looked at the scientology connections and then uh i was just looking into his whole rise you know because anytime there's a star like that you gotta kind of wonder how they really get their their start and now it oh, seems yeah. like he's moving to the new level where he's not the cuck anymore he's mm-hmm. now going to be the one doing the cucking you know what i mean Mm-hmm. well after all this time <laughs> it's been a while and he's had an incredible career he's a really good actor i don't think you know just because i'm sitting here saying like no there's some Im- illuminati you know influence on this dude's career doesn't mean that he's not talented i think that they scout these talented people out and i actually think that he's kind of widely responsible for getting like white people of my generation into hip-hop because mm-hmm. he had the clean music that our parents would let us listen to you know what i mean um, we weren't yeah, allowed to yeah. listen to like fucking uh, too short and shit like that, you know, yeah. but so, you know, we could listen to Will Smith. And so we did, you know, and it was fun, catchy. And then once you get a little older, one of your friends, moms buys like a 50 cent album and it's unedited and you start listening to that. And then you start hearing the curse words and you're like, oh shit, I'm hard. Yeah. I'm cool. I'm cool that I can hear this and listen to it. And your parents are telling you don't listen to it. And, and it's just, it mm-hmm. snowballs from there. And now hip hop is the most massive, you know, music genre out there. You know what I mean? It's splintered into all kinds of shit. There's so many white rappers out there now. It's uh, kind of like a white, it's almost like racist not to like hip hop now. You know what I mean? It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. But that episode was, oh, I loved it. And everybody Thanks. should go check it out. Thank so. You. Before we go, why don't you just um, plug your show really quick so they can find where they can check out the episode and yeah. Well, thanks, Julia. Yeah, no, I, uh, I mean, Dangerous World Podcast, you can find me anywhere, hopefully. Um, and then YouTube, I do the little news segments, daily news dump. They're just short little news, current events type things from a conspiratorial mindset. I don't touch on like the the high profile, uh, you know, shit that you can hear on CNN and all that stuff. And if I do... I'm trying to kind of like decode the propaganda behind it. Um, 
less than 10 minutes on all of them. So check that out. And uh, I mean, thanks for everything. Patreon. I do Patreon. Um, just patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast. It's the best place to find me, but thank you, Julia. This was a fun conversation. Mm-hmm. And if you, so what is it? How do, how do you get a t-shirt? Cause I love your t-shirts. Oh yeah. Dangerous is where I get, where okay. you get those. Yeah. And I print them okay. myself. I got a screen printer at my house. And uh, so this, actually this room that I'm in is the screen printing little room. And mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, the yeah, quality, so I mean. I love tie dye. So yeah, I, I love your t-shirt. <laughs> it's yeah, not just is, like a black t-shirt that's, you know, it's tie dye. It looks awesome. No, I love it. Yeah, I try to do. And so like for the Patreon, every time someone donates or not donates, but contributes 50, um, you know, usually over like the five months for the $10 subscription or whatever, I send them a, a custom shirt and they're all tie dyed. Like I've got quite a few that I'm actually about to send out because I haven't sent out the first batch yet, but we're going to be staying on top of it after that. So it's fun. You know, tie dye is the shit. No, tie dye is definitely the shit. Now, all you have to do is tie dye some bandanas and put your little <laughs> logo on it. Government is the virus, right? Yeah, yeah no, I need yeah, to put yeah. something on there. But yeah, and I, I try to do them like the striped tie dye. You know what I mean? Like I don't, mm-hmm. I actually have one right here. Let me mute myself so that I don't move the table. But like I try and do them striped. Yeah, so here's a couple right here where, like, a this one's dope, red, white, and blue. You know, like, oh, a, yeah, I love that. Yeah, so I try and do like fun ones that are different and uh, kind of, you know, that there's one. So, you oh, know, just, yeah, no, yeah, that I love those. Yeah, they're, they're fun. Thank you. It's, uh, and thanks for reminding me about that. I always forget to plug my store. No, you but, need to because, like, so, and I'll just make this short. A lot of people are doing t-shirts and stuff, right? It's just a black t-shirt or a white t-shirt, whatever. The tie-dye is like your own thing that you're doing. Like it's it's awesome and they're and they're not like all the same tie-dye. You can get any kind you want. Yeah, well, so on the on the site, most of them are the solid colors. And f- so that's kind of like an exclusive thing for Patreon subscribers that oh, as far okay, as that okay, goes. Okay. But I, I mean saw if- you did one that was like camo and then Oh yeah, that was my own personal one because I like camo. But yeah, no, it's I mean, if you if you really want like a tie-dye one, just like hit me up and and let me know and maybe it'll take a little longer than usual, but I can I absolutely uh, get one made, you know what I mean, for anyone listening that wants one. Um cuz yeah, no, I'm always just honored when people want to wear the either the logo or one of like the the most popular shirts that government is the virus shirt, you know what I mean, just I, I like to try and put shit out there that like will hopefully get some people's attention, like strike up a conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah, just kind of like the uh, the gay frogs. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it, it, it. You know, Alex Jones. He's he's a fucking excellent marketer. Um, but I think that's about all that he's really really good at. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I don't think that we can give him that at least, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, and he's taught a lot of people a lot of things, man. I. I still respect him a lot even though he's kind of i think a confirmed cia operative but i still respect him oh yeah but yeah thank you so much for coming on ryan i really appreciate it anytime yeah this was fun thank you